Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> Rabbi Slobo here. Listen, when I'm in the kitchen whipping up some kreplaks or some gefilte fish or a big pot of those hot and schlappen shaken, <laughs> nothing keeps a smile on my face like listening to my favorite Shlemiel and Shlemazel, John Boy and Billy. They're regular. Hashin Pfeffer Incorporated. <laughs> So you guys are rednecks, huh? What's that like? October the 16th, and you got the big show, John Boy and Billy, and Randy, and Jackie, Andy behind the glass, and Marcy is still working from her couch in her living room. Got your microphone up there, baby. I sure do. It's been All great right. just sitting outside and enjoying everything. It's just okay. what? Hi. Have you got a mini bar in your house? <laughs> Who doesn't? Right. Glad you with us. Let's see what's special about today's National Liqueur Day. Oh, well, Tater can probably tell us about that. Well, I have several liqueurs in front of me right now. You know, they. The word liqueur comes from the Latin liqueur face. 
lick your face or or something. Which is what you do if you drink enough. <laughs> yeah, you can lick your face. <laughs> it means to liquefy. Hmm. So okay. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm gonna go into it. Well, oh, we got it. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, <laughs> do we though? No. <laughs> uh, it's National Dictionary Day. Celebrates the birthday of Webster. Uh, not the, the little kid. Not the little kid on the sitcom. Now, see, that's the guy who really actually does have the best words. Uh, Webster? Yes. Noah Webster? No, you, you haven't heard. Uh, he has Donald, all the words. Donald yeah. Trump says that all the time. I have the best words. <laughs> what do you mean? They're the same words I have. <laughs> the best words. Hello, Noah. He uh, put him a dictionary together. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's National Bosses Day, also known uh, as Bosses Day. Okay, wow. <laughs> it depends on how big a hurry you're in. Yeah. Marcy put this together in her living room. So. Under the influence of liquor. No, no, it's like, what is it like your Bosses Day or several bosses? Isn't oh. that how it's written? Oh, oh no. yeah. Oh, that's right. It's plural bosses. Well, first one is bosses with an apostrophe S. Second one is bosses with an E-S. Well, see, you didn't bring yes. out the spelling and punctuation <laughs> when you pronounced yeah. it. Where's there? Noah Webster when you need it? <laughs> Everybody, a chocolate liqueur, everybody. All right, so y'all know if you got a boss or how many bosses you got, so I guess, Maybe you know. just say, <laughs> <laughs> get that yeah. done today. Kiss up to them today right, would right, be a good right. idea. All right. Well, we got our three days in history saved up. We'll bring our first prize back out and get you ready for outbursts. That's some plan. Big shows on the radio. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack we playing for, a Magooster inline spinners package. Well, the adjacent trout in the mountains are fishing largemouth in a farm pond. Magooster inline spinners are the go-to lures. They're proudly American-made in beautiful East Tennessee. Go to BigShow.com, click on the Magooster logo, enter code JBB at checkout. Get 20% off your order. I'm going to win you some right here. Three dates in history where we'll get our categories. It was on this date in 1829. America's first modern hotel opened in Boston. The Tremont Hotel featured 170 luxurious rooms featuring wash bowls in each room and eight bathrooms in the basement. By the way, this was the first hotel to have indoor plumbing. Well, that made the bathroom thing work way better, I would think. I bet most people just use that wash bowl. (laughs) Well, rooms went for $2 a day, but that included four meals. But the mini bar wow. is like a nickel. <laughs> what kind? Of, what kind of gouging is going on here? I move up to 1984. History's tallest dog died at age nine in Milton Keynes, England. Shamgret Danza, a Great Dane, stood 42 inches tall at the shoulders mm. and weighed 238 pounds. Ruh-roh. Wow. <laughs> So 36 inches, three feet. Mm. Three and a half feet. And about so three and a half feet tall at the shoulders. That's a big dog. Mm. All right. And finally, it was on this date in 2011, Faja Singh, a 100-year-old British man, became the oldest marathon runner after completing a race in Toronto, Canada. Singh ran for over eight hours, finished the race before five other competitors. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, there's our categories, 1-800-BIG-SHOWS, your toll-free line. We'll play Outburst next.
Good morning. It's a big show on the radio. Video today brought to you by LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. We got the wife song for you guys. Check it out at thebigshow.com and learn from it. Yeah. <laughs> and right now, gonna get our Friday winning again. Outburst, let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Lloyd. From Meadow Bridge, West Virginia. We'll have a big showtime. Hey, John Boy. Hey, Lloyd. How you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Good. How about yourself? Very good. Meadow Bridge. It's like a bridge that's a meadow. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a meadow up there. I don't know what it is. There's a Meadow Creek that runs through there. Meadow Creek? Okay. Well, that's probably the Meadow Bridge over to Meadow Creek. Yeah. All right. See, stuff like that interests me. I'm sorry. I'll have to bring you along. You mean the stuff you make up? <laughs> Meadow Bridge. I like town's names. And, oh. You know, a lot of times there's an interesting story behind it. And we it. never know it. Or <laughs> doesn't appear to be one of those ties, but yes. <laughs> like Natural Bridge, Virginia. It's right. a, it's a right. natural bridge. Yeah. Okay, so I thought Meadow Bridge, West Virginia, would be a meadow. That's, that would be a big bridge. Okay, I'm done thinking now. You always realize when you overthunk it. All right, well, maybe you're going to win these Magooster inline spinners and catch you some fish out of Meadow Creek, Lloyd. All right, that's what we're going to do. Uh, Is there right. a Magooster in the spin? In the- <laughs> Don't help, Tater. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, baby. Here we go, Lloyd, in five seconds. Three things you see in a hotel. Ready? Go. A bed, a TV, and a sink. Bam. And them nice ones have a sink in it. Mm -hmm. Now we need three dog breeds. Ready? Go. Beagle, a pit bull, and a greyhound. All right. And four to win, three kinds of races. Ready? Go. Horse race, dog race, car race. Well, you are ready to go now, buddy. Just like that, we'll send you some Magooster go-to lures up Meadow Bridge there, Lloyd. All right, can I give a shout-out? Yes, sir. To my loving wife of 27-plus years, mm-hmm. she's my rock. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you and your loved one listening to the big show. <laughs> All right, thank you. Bottom of the hour, time of the top of your news. Get you caught up. About 20 minutes, we'll wake up Mary Jane's ex-girlfriend. Let her think.
Good morning. It's a big show on the radio for you Friday morning. And I hope you can hang with us most of the morning. We got comedian Steve Byrne. Got a movie being released today. We'll talk to him a little bit. Nate Bergazzi, a funny guy, man. Billy turned me on this guy and uh we can't wait for y'all to meet him. We're trying to figure out a way to get him on the show, and this is finally going to work. That's today. it, man. Yeah, very and I hear he's been a big show listener for a while. Yeah. He's raised in Tennessee, yeah. so yeah. looking forward to that. And then we're going to talk to Captain Dave Carraro, Wicked Tuna. The final episode is this Sunday night. National Geographic, they fishing the Outer Banks in North Carolina. And then, of course, our man Tom Sorensen picks every NFL game this weekend before we get out of here. Let's get things going. Our early risers a Friday morning song. Work, 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 work. Hello, boys. Have a good night's rest. I missed you. You're young and you got your hair. What do you want with the job? You know, there are people in this world that don't have to put up with all this. Shut your pie hole. We're working here. Seven years of college down the drain. I hate this job. I hate this damn job and I don't need it. in all magical industries, both evil and benign. Are you feeling at all degraded or oppressed? Uh, a little. Well, but we don't even have dental. Are you coming down into the pit? You know how much I love watching you work, but I've got my country's 500th anniversary to plan, my wedding to arrange, my wife to murder, and Gilda to frame for it. I'm swapped. Where do you uh, work? In a deck. What do you do there? I sit in a cubicle, but I really don't like it. So you're going to quit? Nah, I'm just going to stop going. Won't you get fired? I don't know. So are you going to get another job? I don't think I'd like another job. Well, what are you going to do about money and bills and... You know, I've never really liked paying bills. I don't think I'm going to do that either. Okay. So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay? Mr. Wonka, I don't know if you remember me, but I used to work here in the factory. Were you one of those despicable spies who every day tried to steal my life's work and sell it to those parasitic copycat candy-making cats? No, sir. And wonderful. Welcome back. Oh, oh, and I almost forgot. Uh, I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday, too, okay? I've done it on killing you. Thanks. I've done it about it quite a bit. That would be great. Okay.
When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. No, man. <laughs> I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Calm down. I am calm. What is it with you people? You people. I don't mean you people. I mean you people. I will not tolerate any racist behavior. I'm not a racist. I'm only going to say this one more time. Calm down. I'm calm! Good Friday morning, big shows on the radio. Ah, it sounds like she's mostly awake, but let's do it. And now, Deep Thoughts with Zach, the weed guy's girlfriend, Mary Jane. Yo, 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 what's up, my Cracker, lacking, cracker, crackers. How much is that with me, y'all? Just Sitting around the house, thinking about stuff. Y'all want to hear some of it? Sure. Oh, yes. Cool. <laughs> I think we're all on the same page now. Yeah. yeah. I thought maybe I was like talking to myself. <laughs> you go on. Man, y'all, that Amazon Prime Day was off the chain, right? Yeah. <laughs> And they had everything on sale. Fun fact. You know that Amazon ships more of this than anybody else in the world? More of what? Cardboard boxes. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of boxes, man. What I like the best about October is you get to take a whole month off from cleaning the outside of your house. Hmm. People that come to your door think, all the big spider webs on the porch are just Halloween decorations. (laughs) (laughs) Most people, not me, but most people worry about stuff that's never going to happen. Like razor blades cost way too much to end up in some random kids Halloween candy <laughs> and a waste and people only dress up like a skeleton on Halloween but a skeleton wears a human costume every single day wow. <laughs> think about it a baby dressed up like an old guy is pretty funny But an old guy dressed up like a baby is just weird. (laughs) Guys, tell me, what happens to the wolfman if there's, like, a lunar eclipse? Mm -hmm. Does he change and then change back? Or does half of his hair fall out? (laughs) Either one sounds kind of creepy to me. And, you know, Count Dracula's hair 
always looks pretty darn good for a guy that can't be himself in the mirror. <laughs> Very good point. Yep, yep. Spot on. And I wish I could be like Dracula. Hmm? I mean, not the drinking blood part. Nope. Gross. <laughs> but I like the part where you live all by yourself in a castle. Hmm. You sleep the whole day. And you can turn into a cloud of bats to get out of awkward social situations. Poof. <laughs> Dawn. Did y'all hear? They're doing another sequel to that Halloween movie. Yeah. This one's just going to be like two hours of Michael Myers, like walking around wondering why there's nobody out in the street for him to kill. Mm. And then at the end, Jamie Lee Karen Curtis walks up and yells at him for like not wearing his mask right. (laughs) (laughs) You notice it in the movies, like all the ghosts try to scare you. But it's those old-timey ghosts. I bet the ghost of a guy that, like, died two or three years ago just walks in the room and says, Hey, dude, what's your Wi-Fi password? (laughs) (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Anyway, that's it for now. I'm tired and want Cheetos. (laughs) (laughs) I'll keep rocking, and I'll keep thinking, and we'll talk later. <laughs> All right. Deep thoughts. Bye. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought she was done. Deep thoughts is brought to you by Hargrave's Meated Pot Product because it's 4:20 somewhere. What's your Wi-Fi password? <laughs> Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. Hey, horses and horsets. That's your old pal Gary Busey. And I'm not working a lot over a Busey Nissan or working the fryer over a Busey Burgers or calling Gaylord Sartain at 2 in the morning to sing Body Holly tunes. I'm listening to my favorite fellow head injury patients, John Boyne every morning on the big show. Man, when was the last time I had hands? Shows on the radio Friday morning, October the 16th, headed toward Halloween and business as usual at JD's. Howdy, friends. Are you tired of running all over hell and half of Georgia trying to find all the stuff you need for Halloween? Then bring the little ghosts and goblins on down to JD's 24 hour drive through Pontagon Auto Parts Pharmaceutical Adult Gift Bait and Tackle Discount Cigarette Outlet. JD's Costume Corner is your one stop shop for hellacious Halloween values. Whether you're looking for a cartoon favorite for the youngins or something tight and slutty for daddy's new girlfriend, we got you Friday Night Favorites. Ah. We got Frankenstein, Wolfman, Spider Man, SpongeBob, Power Rangers, Dr. Phil, Mr. Peanut, Miss America, Paris Hilton, Nocturner, Chewbacca, and a special family three pack. With 
Britney Spears, her goober husband, and her brand new white trash baby. Hey, sweet thing, move that kid out the way, let daddy have some of that. And JD's got great trick-or-treat goodins for all ages. For the youngins, a Snickers, Milky Way, Nestle's Crunch, Sugar Babies, and Pop Rocks, and more. And for the adults, a Skull Bandit, Stacker 2, and fun-sized Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, and Jägermeister. And if you first like tricks better than treats, JD's is your Halloween Havoc headquarters. From silly string to paintball guns, we got everything you need to shake up the whole blessed neighborhood. Make your mark on your ex-girlfriend's front yard with a 24-roll jumbo pack of JD's Pride bathroom tissue. And JD's brown paper fun sacks is perfect for leaving a flaming dog turd on the porch of the irritating neighbor of your choice. Oh, jeez, not again. Come on out nightly through Halloween at our Abingdon, Virginia location and take a butt clinch and walk through JD's Forest of Fear out behind the store. But don't come by yourself because you're liable to run into America's scariest celebrity lunatics like Jason, Freddy Krueger, Hellraiser, Rosie O'Donnell, Tom Cruise, and Katie Holmes, liberal Democrats, it's boogers and bargains, folks, and all the crap you need for Halloween. At prices so low, it's scarier than Hillary Clinton in a two-piece bathing suit. So come save yourself a buttload at JD's 24-hour drive-thru Pontagon Auto Parts Pharmaceutical Adult Gift Bait and Tackle Discount Cigarette Outlet. Come visit our new location in Hooker's Notch, Tennessee on State Road 50 next to the Baby Doll Men's Club and Sex Offender Registry Office. Do it today! JD's, JD's, what a southern boy needs. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. You can win a Happy Herd prize pack. Just go to BigShow.com, click on Happy Herd link, enter code JBB2020 checkout, get 10% off. Happy Herd Nutrition System. Hunting season here, boys. Call them up. All right, well, let's welcome back to the Big Show, Steve Byrne. Now, Steve, hey, you've seen him all over the place, man. Tonight Show, Jimmy Kimmel, Late Late Show, all that stuff. Uh, comedy across the nation. He's headlined several USO tours. Remember, we talked about that in Iraq, Afghanistan, Japan, and Guam. A lot of our military listeners, you might have seen Steve in person. And, uh, well, so right now, today, as a matter of fact, he's got a brand new film opening, The Opening Act. So it premieres in select theaters, on demand at Apple, iTunes, Amazon, etc. Digital HD, and we got him on the line right now. Good morning, I, I, Steve. I don't know if we got time for him. Yeah. <laughs> We're out of time. Sorry. I know that that introduction was like my I, like my last my life flash in front of me. I'm like, it's I like an obituary. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're communicating via seance or. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I didn't even get to what I remember about you. Got a Korean mother and Irish father, and you're mm-hmm. from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Wow. That's right. A hor- a horrible childhood. Thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve. Steve Towns, congratulations on your new film, and I think this is uh, right up our alley. Uh, if, if you would give that quick synopsis, or if you'd like me to do it, oh no, no, relax, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you know everything else about me, my yeah, God. Yeah, um, yeah. I was waiting for my security social social security number. All get, I need is your uh, last uh, four numbers, right, Steve. Right, right. That's right. That's right. right. Um, <laughs> it, the, the film is about a young comic. You know, he moonlights, and everybody that wants a dream or pursues a dream, they have that moment in life where you got your safe job. It's like, do I go for it? And that's ultimately what this is about. It's about a kid's very first time ever going on the road at a professional comedy club and all the trials and tribulations that come with it from hecklers to groupies to the manager to doing morning radio which he fails miserably at well that's gonna be painful (laughs) very painful you guys have no idea when you're on the other side of this so you guys have had your morning coffee i have not Uh, so so the uh the deal is you decide on to, to pursue your dream or keep your safe regular job that's right. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a coming of age story of somebody coming into their own and just a young comic's first time. And so 
the the good news is all the comics that have been in this, and there's so many great comics. It's Jimmy O. Yang from Crazy Rich Asians, Silicon Valley. Oh, wow. Alex Moffer from SNL, Cedric the Entertainer, Whitney Cummings, Eliza Schlesinger, Kathleen Madigan, Angela Johnson, Russell Peters, Ken Jeong, Bill Burr, Tom Segura, Roy Wood Jr., Neil Brennan, and so many more have all said the same thing. They say three things. They say, I loved it. It was authentic, and you re-triggered all these horrible memories mm. from the beginning of my career, and now I have to go see my therapist, you bastard. <laughs> so they've all got P- PTSD at this point. <laughs> That's right, all of them, sure. <laughs> that is neat. You, you named a lot of a lot of the comedians that mm. uh, we've known over the years yeah. doing that terrible morning radio. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think, it, I think it would be post-traumatic stage disorder right. is what it's there called for comedians. And out of that whole lineup, only one of them sucks. <laughs> but we'll let you decide. Well, it, which one? It's it's me because apparently I'm the only comic that's not in this movie. <laughs> that is neat. so, Steve. So you wrote and directed this movie. Wrote and directed it. I wanted to write a, a great film about stand-up comedy because I've never seen a great film that's just about stand-up. Mm. And I think we did it. I really think we did it. I think people will get to see this. They'll really get to see what it's like to look. Everybody's been to a comedy club. You'd never been on the road. Until now, watch this film, laugh your butt off. We could all use a comedy these days because I think now more than ever, with the recession, global you know, food shortages, a political unrest, an election coming up, racial tensions at an all-time high, the governors across this country need to know that now more than ever, comedy is an essential business. So let us tell our jokes and let everybody get some levity back in their lives. There you go. That is awesome. Right on, buddy. Right on. Well, can't wait to see this film, man. It sounds great. Uh, so it's called The Opening Act. Uh, premieres in select theaters today. Like we said, anywhere, Apple, iTunes, Amazon as well. And uh, we'd uh, like to have you visit Steve on social media there. It's Steve Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E, steveburnlive.com. Follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. I guess you're, you're very active on that on your, when you have a few minutes. Very active on that. It's a good time for comedy. As you know, we're all quarantined. We're all back at home. And I've been trying to learn about coronavirus. I heard it came from a bat. I don't know if you guys know this, but a baby bat is called a pup, while an old bat is called Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) I'm going to write that down. What are you, a comedian? (laughs) Guys, it's a crazy time politically. Uh, You know, I I think the thing with politics now is that it's, it, it's really about the income inequality. I think that's the biggest issue in our country. Nobody's talking about it because it's all rich people running for, running for president, right? you got Donald Trump, who's a billionaire. Look at the Democrats. Michael Bloomberg, he's got 11 homes. Bernie Sanders has three homes. Elizabeth Warren, two TPs and one summer wigwam. <laughs> Out of control. <laughs> But I got to tell you, we got to go easy on Elizabeth Warren. She's had a rough year. She was recently taken off the Lando Lakes label. (laughs) And the saddest thing is, they took the Indian off, but they kept the land. (laughs) Say, you have been hard at work. (laughs) Very hard at work, guys. I'm not in the film. That's why I've been writing these jokes. Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, when am I going to get my own shot? That's awesome, Steve. Well, congratulations, man. Can't, write, can't wait to see the film. And I hope, uh, man, get touring again. And I'm with you, man. These comedy clubs need to open up. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of our buds been, you know, trying to drive in theater uh, route just so you do that. Have, have you thought about doing that before? 
I've thought about doing it. I've, I've heard it's not the same, but the good news is there, there's purveyors of it. Nate Bargatze, Bert Kreischer, mm. they're out there doing it. Yeah. And the good news is no matter what happens out there in the world, there's fine folks like you guys, John Boy and Billy, keeping us laughing, making us smile, because that's what we all need these days. We all need to respect, love each other, and we got to have some laughs. And I thank you guys for making it happen. You put a lot of pressure on us here, Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're trying to make That's up for right. a terrible morning radio show, right. dearly. That, that whole thing kind of sounded like a hostage letter. You know? yeah. Well, I'll tell you, in the film, everything that happens in this film has happened to me. So people mm. see this go, did that really happen? It definitely happened. Okay. And the morning radio situation, again, when you're a young comic, you don't know what's going on. I went and did morning radio at KLOS mm. in Los Angeles, and I was bombing. I mean, bombing. <laughs> and I got kicked off the air while we're on the air. Oh, wow. The security, they called security and escorted me out of the building. <laughs> I leave the building. I go over, at the time, a block away, my friend Sebastian Maniscalco, who oh, you guys know. Sure. He's, he lives that. I go to his door. I go, hey, man, can I come in? He goes, what's wrong? I go, turn on your radio. We listen to these guys make fun of me and shred me, eviscerate me for 25 minutes straight. I suck. I have no charisma. Wow. I'll never make it. 25, they cut the commercial. Sebastian Maniscalco looks at me and goes, what the hell did you do, guy? <laughs> <laughs> so it's taking those painful moments and putting it up on celluloid, and hopefully people can laugh at my pain. <laughs> oh, don't, right. don't tell him about our podcast. <laughs> 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 All right, Steve. Awesome, buddy. Thank you so much, man. We hope to see you soon. Hope we uh, get you back in the studio. Hope to see you in person when this gets over with. Love you, fellas. Thanks so much. Thanks, Be well. Steve. All right. Thank you. That's Steve Byrne. The opening act premieres today. All over the place, and select theaters as well. <laughs> Good stuff, man. That will be interesting. You know, yeah. we've mm. been on both sides of the right. old comedy deal. Yeah. All right, then. Well, let's play John Boyd Jeopardy, shall we? Right. Let's review yesterday's question in case you missed it. If you took all of the life on Earth and put it on a scale, the living things in this category would account for about 82% of the total weight. Plants. Yeah, found out trees mm. are very heavy. Yeah, yeah I heard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Today's John Boy Jeopardy. Well, no surprise here. In 1972, students at MIT officially made the world's first online purchase. And this is what they bought. Did it involve dancing at a keg party by any chance? <laughs> it might have. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> 1-800-BIG-SHOW, your toll-free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. <laughs> Big show on the radio for your Friday morning. Our video today is brought to you by LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer when you click on the link at thebigshow.com. Well, you'll find our video, The Wife Song. Enjoy it and learn from it, guys. <laughs> Make your daily visit to thebigshow.com. All right. Now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's Jumbo Jeopardy. Jeopardy. And now, 
a man who puts the fry in Friday and the sat in Saturday, which covers his diet and his workout routine. He's John Moore. Yeah, multitasking. Thank you. Say hey to Toby out of Newport, Tennessee. Good morning, Toby. Good morning. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, right. Well, you first up to see what you got. No surprise here. In 1972, students at MIT officially made the world's first online purchase. And this is what they bought. Oh, geez. Let's see. 72, I was 15. <laughs> Only thing that comes to mind is uh, marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Visited back to your 16th year, come up with... Weed. Southern. Yes, you are right. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and, uh, by the way, the historic online purchase was made from students with the only other connected online server at the time, and that was at Stanford University. Oh, wow. of course. So MIT bought weed from Stanford in California. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it was the first time anybody got their identity stolen, too. It, it happened really fast. <laughs> and Toby, congratulations. Prize pack heading over to Newport for you. Well, I appreciate it. Y'all have a great day. You too, baby. Hang on. Thank you. <laughs> We're talking the top of your news right on the other side of Time Capsule. Brand new playhouse in 20 minutes. Comedian Nate Bergazzi. We're going to meet Nate. You're going to love him. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Ah, flippity flu. I'm old and I hate Pokemon Go. In my day, we didn't have no time-wasting, brain-rotten, fantasy-chasing, moron-fascinating, nerd-arousing, loser-delighting, technological turd-squirting nonsense. If we had a mind to wander around capturing ugly, little, misshapen, deformed freaks with stupid names, we didn't need a celly phone. We did it the easy way. We went to a family reunion. <laughs> Oh, it's finally here! The glorious age of stupidity is upon us! Instead of creating important stuff like flying cars and women who don't talk... <laughs> these geniuses had to use their college-educated brains to make Pokemon Go. They should have made Workymon Go! Where those fat... Pasty-faced losers finally crawled out of their parents' root cellar to walk around looking for a damn job. <laughs> and ward off type 2 diabetes at the same time. I'm looking for Pikachu. 
<laughs> you should look in the mirror and take a peek at you being a worthless sack of crap. <laughs> Can you believe it? Grown men risking life and limb to go hunting critters that you can't even eat once you catch them. Huge herds of morons trampling each other to catch a fat yellow monkey cat on their damn phone. <laughs> Wish they'd put the most important Pokemon someplace where it would do some good, like about 10 feet off of the edge of a cliff. <laughs> Pokemon go, bah! More like Pokemon go, screw yourself! In my day, the only Pokemon you got was when your cellmate was a Jamaican guy. <laughs> No, we used to play real games that didn't cost us nothing but our human dignity. Games like, what's your mom way? <laughs> and swallow the road apple. Booger stacking and farting in the oatmeal. And is your sister 14 yet? But no game was more popular and more dangerous than paint your ass red and moon the bull. <laughs> It all started one day when Rusty Puss Mutton sat in the red paint while we was painting the barn. Why he was doing it naked is still a mystery, but there he was. <laughs> Buck naked with a big red hind end. He was walking down to the swimming hole to wash it off when old Percy the Bull seen him. Percy was half crazy with cow syphilis, and it didn't help that one of his horns had curled around and slowly grown into the side of his head and through his brain. And when he saw Rusty's red butt, he popped a spring. Rusty was pretty agile and managed to keep from getting skewered. But before long, we were all doing it. But we were slow and stupid because we'd been inbred for generations. And Percy gored us and stacked us like cordwood, stringing our guts like hillbilly bungee cords and kicking our empty stupid grinning skulls around the field like a cousin-loving soccer ball. Whoop-dee-ding-dang-doodle-poodle, look at me. I'm an ignorant hillbilly taunting a mentally challenged bull with VD to use my butt for target practice. Slinging us around by our guts like a Filipino yo-yo master. <laughs> Whoopee! I'm a human shish kebab. All hail Charles Darwin. And we liked it. We loved it. The closest thing we had to Pokemon was when crazy old Brewster McTinnipple caught a leprechaun copping a squat behind old lady Fleenerman's barn. The little fella's name was Finnegan, oh, shut your hole. <laughs> and he was a pistol. Old Tinny led him around on a leash looking for his pot of gold. We all told him he was full of the hooey, that it was just a knobby little munchkin with Lucille Ball's hairdo. <laughs> but he swore to all that was holy that it was a leprechaun. And sure enough, two days later, that little goomer took him straight to that pot of gold. And once Tinny had the gold, he didn't need Finnegan no more and turned him loose. But it seemed Finnegan wasn't too keen about giving his golden nest egg to some half-wit hayseed and took after him with a shillelagh. <laughs> Tinny picked up an axe and cleaved that little red-headed maniac clean in two. But those two halves turned into two leprechauns. <laughs> Tinny kept chopping and the leprechauns kept a multiplying. Tinny was outnumbered. And before long, they tore him to pieces, tootly, tootly, tooling as they did it. 
fear and retribution for their massacre, 300 bloodthirsty leprechauns roamed the countryside, rendered us all limb from limb, feasting on our entrails, and our bloodlines went extinct, and all that was left of us to be remembered were tightly coiled piles of leprechaun duty. Yahoo! Wahoo! <laughs> Yoo-hoo! Howdy! Look at me! I'm a gold-crazy leprechaun murdering nitwit! <laughs> Setting up everyone to be a sawed-off cannibal buffet. Going to my eternal reward through the colon of a mythological midget. Laid to rest next to a pile of poodle poop. Glory, hallelujah, what a wonderful world. Ah, buffalo flop. I hate Pokemon Go. John Boy and Billy. All right, can I give a shout out? Yes, sir. Hey, everybody. <laughs> That's my favorite of all time. Morning radio done right. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio, rolling through you Friday. All right. Oh, the one of our comedic buddies, Steve Byrne, got that movie premiering today. And in about 20 minutes, we'll meet Nate Bergazzi. All right, why don't y'all meet him, man? It's one of our new faves here. Right now, we got our brand new scripts there, Jackie. You all over it, I can tell. <laughs> so, action. <laughs> Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, The Detective's Report. As our story opens, businessman Frank Feasley is meeting with private investigator J.D. Sanderson. Okay, Sanderson, give it to me straight. Well, Mr. Feasley, it's, uh, it's not good. I've been surveilling your wife for the past week. Your suspicions are correct, sir. Mrs. Feasley is carrying on with another man... While you're out of town. I knew it. So who is he? His name is Jake Sullivan. He apparently is your wife's personal trainer at Fitness Plus. I got several hours of video of them together in various places. I took the liberty of doing a little greatest hits compilation on my iPad here. You can I take a look? Ah, oh, okay. Let's see it. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, this first shot, 940 Tuesday morning. That, of course, is you leaving for the airport for your trip. Mm. And 9.45, your wife comes out and catches a taxi in front of your building. Five minutes later. Well, she's off to a fast start. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, 10.05, Mrs. Feasley arrives at the Eggs Up Cafe, gets a table for two on the outdoor patio. And at 10.10, this is Mr. Sullivan arriving at the table and they order some breakfast. Uh, not much social distancing there. No, uh, sir, it's uh, fairly intimate. Uh, 11.05, your wife gives Mr. Sullivan a long hug right there, and he leaves, and then she takes a taxi back home. Uh, now, uh, let's skip to 11.15 on Wednesday morning. Your wife catches a cab in front of your building. She is, as you can see, carrying a bottle of wine and a large wicker basket. She meets Mr. Sullivan in the park for a picnic. A picnic? Well, that, that looks pretty intimate, too. Yes, it? sir, it does. Uh, next, uh, Thursday evening, 7.30 p.m., your wife comes out of your building dressed uh, rather provocatively. Oh, she sure is. And she gets into a black Corvette, 
driven by our friend Mr. Sullivan. Mm. They drive to a warehouse in Soho that is the home of the hottest underground nightclub in the whole city. It's a place <laughs> called Scandalous. Mm. A friend of mine helped me get some security camera shots from inside the club. There's no sound here, but uh, as you can see, your wife and Mr. Sullivan do appear to be having quite a time on the dance floor. Oh, my Is that what they call twerking? Yes, uh, she seems to be pretty good at it. Yes, she does. Uh, 9.45 p.m., your wife and Mr. Sullivan are seen here leaving the club. They drive to the Essex House Hotel. They go inside, and they don't come out again until 10.30 Friday morning. Wow, so, and you're sure about all this? Yes, sir. The evidence pretty much speaks for itself. I can't believe it. I, I just can't believe it. Well, I mean, you can clearly see Mrs. Feasley in all the video footage. No, no, no. I believe she did it. I oh. just can't believe my wife can still be this much fun. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Tune in again next time when we hear the crusty old bouncer at Scandalous say... Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. Yeah, beep, beep, beep. Good morning, the big show's on the radio. Don't point at the microphone, man. I know what I'm doing. What? I'm on bloody hell. Hello! This is Ozzy Osbourne, and I hate bubbles. But I love John Boy and Billy and the whole gang at the big show. What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Rock and roll! <laughs>
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to join the winners this morning, the current events quiz. Take C, get a LS Tractor prize pack. LS Tractor, more standard features, best-in-class performance, and longer warranty, offer value that offers simply more. Go to BigShow.com, click on the link, find a dealer near you. All right, we've been looking forward to this dude right here. Nate Bargatze is a funny rascal. Billy turned me on uh, to him, uh, well, it was last year. One of my sons discovered Nate on one of the streaming comedy channels. He said, you got to listen to this guy. He's hilarious. And I'm like, this this is a big show kind of a guy. We've been trying to figure out how to get him on the show ever since. I'm so glad we got him right now. Good morning, Nate. Good morning. How are you guys? Hey, yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan. You know, heard listen heard you guys my whole life. So no kidding, well, man. That is awesome. Yeah. It's wondering about that. Yeah. Well, so I found out. Yeah, you are from Old Hickory, Tennessee. Yeah, right outside Nashville, and uh, grew up here. And yeah, Old Hickory suburb of Nashville, where Andrew Jackson's from. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah. Man, that is awesome, Nate. Well, I'm glad that you're a listener because, man, you you are a, a, my new favorite, man. You I took a couple of your albums and burned them on a CD and gave them to Johnny. I said, "Here, listen to this in your truck. You're gonna fall in love with this guy." And he was he came and said, "He's so funny." And like we're like, <laughs> "Let's do it. Let's get him on." And you you've been off the road for a while because everybody's kind of been off the road for a while. But now you're kind of easing back into it in a kind of outside the box kind of a way. Talk about that. Uh, yeah, well, I love that you burned the CDs. I mean, you got to be possibly the only one that's done that. <laughs> that I've had my album burned down to a CD. I mean, I feel like I'm like, all right, and I finally caught the guy. I can now. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, we're going to have a big Nate CD burning coming up here. <laughs> you download it off Napster, and you're like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah we've been doing the – We've been doing the drive-in shows and uh, these drive-in theaters. You know what? They're a lot better than you would think. Because mm-hmm. you know, for comedy, obviously, we need to hear a crowd. That's the best right. thing for us. And uh, to hear them, uh, they they haunt for laughs, mm-hmm. and it's like kind of works <laughs> yeah. in a weird way. If you at least get some kind of timing when you walk out on stage and they're flashing the lights and they're honking. It's been cold and rainy on some of the shows, mm. and I feel like so many people just want to do something right. that it, it feels pretty special. Like if everybody kind of gets like, "Yeah, we're doing this thing. We're never going to forget mm. going in this weird time." Right. And uh, the shows have been awesome and fun, and Be- they've been nice to do. Because who could have seen the drive-in making a comeback at this point in history? It's just it's <laughs> such just a such a left field kind of a COVID's development. The best thing that's ever happened the drive-in. I mean, they yeah. they're trying to keep COVID going. Mm. The drive-in. People. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to keep it moving because I mean, these guys are lo- these guys are loaded now. I mean, they're in their heyday. <laughs> <laughs> That's neat, Nate. You know, we we talked to Steve Byrne earlier, and uh, he mentioned you. Uh, he's got a yep. new, he's got a new movie coming out uh, today about you know about kind of behind the scenes of a of a comedian. You know, kind of based on did he want to quit his job and become a comedian, and what all you guys have to go through. What's a little bit of your background getting into comedy? It was, I moved to Chicago first. I was just working, you know, I had like, I never went to college or mm. never got any credit from college. It was never going to work out. Me neither. Me. <laughs> really? <laughs> How long did you go? <laughs> no, uh, only one thing kept me out of college. High school. Right. <laughs> you, you, you can that was, use that if you want to. 
I've used it. I took uh, I took remedial class. I did. I went to college and took remedial classes. I was in college for a year and a half, and I have zero credit. Oh, wow! Wow! Perfect. like that's you know hard. That's harder than getting credit. It is. Like, to keep people off the record. Uh, they. I took math. I took uh, math in college. Like I had Like I, the book was called Math. That's what I went into. It was me and a bunch of 40-year-old people going back to college. That's the classes oh, wow. I was in. Uh. Uh, so I, I, so I, I, was, I went and I was reading water meters mm. in, uh, in Nashville. And, like, or, and I just was like moved with a guy to go. I was like, I kind of wanted to do comedy. And uh, so I moved to Chicago with him. Because I had a job, like, I've never had a job that I can't go back to, you know? Like, right. I've never had some job that's going to be like, well, it's a lot different now, you know? <laughs> hey, you know, carrying a mattress downstairs. It's like, oh, we're still lifting with our legs? And I'm like, all right, I got it. I can be right back in it. Right. That's the, and Nate, from listening to you, man, I understand you, your dad was in show business. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he still is. I mean, he comes out with me on the shows and does he's a magician he was a clown when i was a kid right and then he kind of graduated to just doing magic uh-huh. in the world and then so we he he comes and opens for me uh, oh, on the road a lot man that's great yeah, it's fun. yeah it's, it's, he's a very very funny he's very good right now he's the president of the international brotherhood of magicians ibm wow they all have their own mad big magic world so he's very known in the magic world uh-huh. and uh He's very funny and great at what he does. Excellent. That is neat. I love the stories when you were a kid and he was a clown. What what what, what time you you, you had to, you got hurt and had to go to the hospital? Well, that was a big one. Well, one of them there because people. My, I have an album called "Yelled at by a Clown." Uh, they would you know it's like have you ever been yelled at by a clown? I have. Like you know how confusing it is to get yelled at by a guy that's got a smile painted on his face. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when you know, I would get normal trouble, like normal kid trouble, mm. but I just happened. My dad's got a clown face on, mm. and he's you know. So I my my experience with clowns is much different than most other people. Billy, you'll have to burn me a copy of that. Album. I will. I'll take care of that. Yes, absolutely. You guys get it. We're get it sent over. We're gonna mail it to you. <laughs> <laughs> you that tape? We'll get you whatever you want. <laughs> Well, uh, currently, Nate is on the one-night-only drive-in tour. So for tickets and to find out about Nate, it's natebargatze.com. Let me spell that for you. N-A-T-E-B-A-R-G-A-T-Z-E.com. And and you got a weekly podcast too, Nate? I do. Nate, Nate Land Podcast, and we do it with a couple comics uh, also in Nashville. And uh, it's been fun. We talk about nothing serious. Don't come there to learn anything. Right. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> right. uh, we're trying to set you back. We want you to get you dumber than the way you came in. <laughs> so that's the ultimate goal. All right. That's awesome. We saw a bunch of our comic buddies, you know, trying to do some uh, some stand-up, you know, mm. when this first the lockdown happened. You know, they're just at home. And, and so they're, doing, doing, it. It they're just... basically in an empty room trying to do comedy. And i got to figure that's, like, completely different from the way you usually <laughs> work out your skills, right? I mean, I've done a show for one guy once, so not too far off. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. How, how'd that come about? <laughs> he wouldn't leave. We oh. tried to get him to leave. It was right when I first started. Uh, <laughs> so they couldn't and cancel I asked it all him to leave. Right because, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, that's, that's funny. Maybe ought to do like what tickles us old when old Fred Sanford was doing his Vegas show like about three in the morning. Mm. They said to do the music, he'd just walk out and cuss the audience out and then walk off. Right. <laughs> that was his show. <laughs> but cussing one guy out. You right, know, right. Yeah, yeah. So personal. That's a little aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I see. So where where are you now, Nate? Are you at home? I'm in I'm at home in Nashville. We leave. Uh, we're about to leave, and I'll be in this weekend. I'll be in St. Louis, uh, Kansas, and uh, somewhere I don't know. And then next week I'll go to Houston, Dallas. Uh, and so we'll be. I'll be back out. We'll get on the bus, and we got like two more weeks of this, mm-hmm. and then of the of the drive-in shows. And then we'll go from there, and we'll see. Uh, you know, hopefully some regular stuff gets built back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just had a Tonight Show clip air last Friday, so they used to know what to see any new material. That's out. Awesome. Uh, that came out. I think it was the first comic, first stand-up comic back on lo- on late night. Wow. COVID. Okay, cool. Man, well, you... I'll be the last, too. I ended it. There's no, no one else. <laughs> well, your career is going uh, going great. And, Nate, if you would, I wish you'd keep up with us. Let us know where you are so we can keep up with you and let our listeners know where you're going to be. Like I said, man, you're our new favorite. And uh, hopefully sometime you can get by in the studio and hang out with us a little bit. And bring us some oh, CDs, okay? It. We're almost out. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get you the CDs. I'll get you all set up, dude. I would love it. I'm a... It's an honor to talk to you guys, and, uh, you know, I'm a big fan, and so I'm glad we got to talk, and I can't wait to come see you all. Absolutely. I am too, buddy. Thank you, thank you very much. All right. all right. Thank you, Nate. Talk to you soon. Nate Bergazzi. I'm glad we got mm-hmm. up with him, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, he needs oh, yeah. to be a big show regular. Yeah, boy. Funny, funny, oh, funny guy. And, uh, you know, it's like, you know, and off with all that dirty humor, too. I mean, mm-hmm. and he's got just some some good old stuff, good stuff. Yep. All right, then. Well, let's play our current events quiz. Bidley, what are we dealing with? Airbnb Halloween special. 1-800-BIG-SHOW-YOU-TOLL-FREE-LINE. Take C, you win. We play next. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Friday morning, big shows on the radio and our video today brought to you by LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer when you click on the link at thebigshow.com. Where's our video, The Wife Song. Enjoy and learn, guys. Good stuff. Make your daily visit. All right. Y'all ready now? Ready? Okay. Come your And let's welcome Jason from Longview, Texas, to the big show. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Wait, buddy. You're not going to try to figure out the town name? Come on, you're, you're leaving Longview, me hanging. Longview, well, yeah, I've been in Texas quite a bit. Uh, a lot of flat land you got mm-hmm. there in certain parts of the state. I would say you have a long view to where you're from. Jason, am I right? That is correct. Actually, we just celebrating a walking tour the other day on Howard City was named. Uh, uh, the, the original founder's wife said, my goodness, what a long view. And, of course, you know, it stuck. So. Ah-ha! I finally figured it went out. <laughs> and, boy, one of the really tough ones, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know you have to, you have to resolve John Boy, Well, Jason, you listen to Billy and win this prize package. We'll get it to you. Well, Airbnb is offering a special rental just in time for Halloween. It's in the tiny town of Hell, Michigan. Mm. The owner is offering his house for rent and a special bonus, a chance to do his job for the day. John Cologne is the mayor of Hell. And he's offering the one-night rental plus a chance to be the mayor for a day. And he can do that because hell doesn't actually have a real mayor. John's just a kind of a self-proclaimed goodwill ambassador for the town (laughs) of hell. He says the only official duty when you're the mayor of hell is A, ribbon cutting at the new Walmart, B, Halloween interview on the local TV station, or C, listening to Karen complain about the guy at Starbucks making her wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Jason? Well, because I don't want to be on the wall of shame, I'm going to have to take C. Well, Jason knows he don't want to be on that wall of shame. Hmm. And by the way, Jason, that hands-free thing you're using, much better. Much better. <laughs> All right. Oh, good, Jason. We'll let Randy take your information. Yeah, there you go. Take that one. Okay. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. That was uh, me. Yeah, well, uh, Jason, uh, you want to hang over Jackie, or did you say a shout out? Or I don't think it would matter because we can't understand. I did hear C. 
<laughs> yeah, after that, it's kind of fuzzy, yeah. And I think I was right on Longview, right. Texas. Yeah, 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 you were. Obviously not from clear you sound. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes, much better, yes. I'll, you know, I'm sorry I forgot about this stupid Bluetooth thing. I'm driving down the road with my dog in the car and ah. giving me Giving her her ride, her head out the window. And well, my day would be... down, why don't you throw that Bluetooth thing out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, actually, you know, I, I feel like I live in hell with you now instead of Longview. So, um, <laughs> uh, Jason. Listen, I, I appreciate you guys. I wanted to say that this is actually my fifth time to be on this show. I feel blessed because wow. most people spend their whole life trying to get through. And, and I'm, I'm blessed enough. I have a pretty lady call me and say, hey, you want to be on the show? And I'm like, yeah, hello. <laughs> So, I'm making calls for you, Jackie. <laughs> hey, I want to I want to shout out to all of the gas utility workers out there who keep our natural gas industry going. Without us guys, you guys wouldn't have any hot water or heat, or most importantly, this affects you, John Boy. Your food wouldn't be cooked. There you so, go. Hey, I'm all for you, buddy. You keep it coming, man. We appreciate all y'all. Thank y'all. Have a blessed day. All right, Jace. Thank you, man. Kiss your dog for me. Hang on. Bye. Bottom of the hour, time of the top of your news. Right on the other side, we're going to talk to Captain Dave Carrero, Wicked Tuna. Final episode airs this Sunday night. I've been fishing out of banks. Hang over there. Shows on the radio for your Friday morning, October the 16th. Yeah, well, y'all been telling you about Wicked Tuna Outer Banks. Airs on National Geographic Sunday, this Sunday, October 18th, a 90-minute episode at a special time to wrap up this season. We don't know Dave Marciano a couple of weeks ago, and we got another captain, a very popular captain from the series Wicked Tuna. Captain Dave Carraro from FVTuna.com. Captain Dave's on the line with us. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Hey, man, it's going good down here. We're out of Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, I know you are a northern New Jersey native. Who now I you, am. I am. You started uh, tuna fishing. Was it around Jersey? Did you go to Gloucester? How, how did you get in the, in the tuna fishing business, Captain? Uh, just something I pretty much grew up doing from when I was a kid. I, I fished down in Jersey till about 23 years ago, and then I moved everything up here to Gloucester, Mass., and I'm staying for good. I hear you, bud. Now, I don't know if a lot of people know this. Uh, you are also a, a airline pilot. I am, and I'm in Charlotte uh, often, actually. I, I fly down there quite, quite a bit. Sometimes you spend the night. How about that? Will so, you bring us some tuna? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll drop them off on final. <laughs> I don't think you can afford it. Really. No, probably yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Captain, a lot of people are wondering about that, you know, the fishing. You have the full-time, you're airline pilot, and you fish. How much time out of the year 
do you devote to tuna fishing? I know, by the way, the Outer Banks edition, this is the first year that you came and, and fished our waters. It is, yeah. It, it, I mean, obviously, tuna fishing takes a lot of time. Uh, Aviation-related, I'm, I'm a senior captain at the airline, so I do get a lot of time off. Uh, most months I'll fly on average about seven days a month, and that's it. In addition, I get my vacation time, so I get plenty of time to tuna fish. All right, so that's good. So so you use your flying to support your fishing habit, not your fishing to support your flying habit. Uh, I don't know about that. Fishing does pretty well when you look at it as a you know a full time. I mean, yeah. we fish from April all the way through around Christmas time, so there's plenty of tuna to be caught and plenty of charters. That's awesome. So uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm behind a few episodes of you guys. Of course, I record it when I can't watch it on Sunday nights. One of my favorite shows, and uh, you know, I love love to fish myself. I, I myself have ran into that bridge in Oregon Inlet. Uh, how, how how tough has that been for you getting through there? Yeah, the the bridge is gone. They they dismantled the uh, the, the 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 older bridge, the narrower bridge, which everybody hated going through. Yes, I, I've been there when it was up. It is very challenging. So now they got a big, uh, tall, fixed bridge. It's it's uh, very easy to get under. There's no issues, but getting across that bar, you know, it, it definitely has its challenges. You know, getting across the uh, the shallow water there in the breakers. It's uh, it's not something I enjoy doing by no means. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that old bridge is gone. So that makes it a little easier. But yeah, you still got you still got that shoal you got to get over. That is tough getting out there. So uh, what? Yeah. what I'm Go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, it's not a little easier. It's less difficult. <laughs> That's there good. That's it. And, uh, and about fishing, the different ways you fish from uh, up north down to Outer Banks, have, uh, have you kind of caught on to that? Yeah, it's, it's completely different from the way we fish up here. Up here, we're on the anchor most of the time, and, and we're, we're live bait fishing. Down there, it's, it's exclusively trolling on the move or on the prowl, and we're, we're looking for the fish. And uh, I tell you, Captain Dave, those that watch the show know you're very competitive. And uh, you are, you're really not in the business to make friends. You're in the business to catch those tuna fish. So, I mean, that's, I, I guess that's just your personality. I mean, you know, it's your boat, you're fishing. You want to get the fish, you ain't worried about everybody else. Hey, man, you know, I mean, we're, we, we are a competitive group. You know, some are more competitive than others. I feel the more competitive you are, the more successful you can be. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the more money you make. And after all, that's what we're out there to do is catch fish and make money. Well, i tell you what, you can flat out fish. You can do that. You're always one of the top boats and top captains. And looking forward to I'm going to catch up so I can uh, see the final episode uh, this season. This Sunday night, it is on the National Geographic Channel. That is at 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, special 90-minute episode. Uh, I was going to tell you, don't don't give anything away, but you're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, Somebody's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's what we'll say, and we'll all check it out. Well, Captain Dave, thank you very much, man. Our studios are right here on Billy Graham Parkway, just a few miles from the airport, so if you ever want something to eat, you got a layover. we always got some good food around here, so stop on by. <laughs> well, swing a bite. Thanks for having us, and thanks uh, all the fans watching the show. We appreciate it. All right, Captain Dave, thank you very much. All right, Wigan Tuna, final episode. This is Sunday night. All right, damn boys, let's roll. <laughs>
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. About 20 minutes, we hook up with our Friday morning quarterback, Tom Sorensen. Talk some NFL. But first, here is Oliver. Well, well, well. Look who's back. Yes, after two whole weeks away, our own Marcy Tata Moran has returned. But where has she been? Oh, I'm sure you're going to hear several stories in that regard. Hearsay from anonymous sources, conjecture from third-party individuals, but I'm not CNN, brother. I'm going to tell you the real story. I'm fixing to blow the lid off of this bad mamma jamma and give you the lowdown on her lengthy and mysterious sabbatical. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? She went to performing arts camp. What? <laughs> Let me preach on it. Now, I won't sit here and criticize anyone for continuing education programs. Why, there are certain people in this very room that would do well to take, say, remedial vocabulary skills and perhaps beginning grammar or English. Good job, boy! Thank <laughs> <laughs> your pardon? <laughs> but forgive me for saying this, wouldn't this have been a more timely and worthwhile endeavor, say, a few years ago? <laughs> Maybe 20? <laughs> wow. You know, when it might have done some good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just think for a moment of what might have been. Can you imagine a Tater-led playhouse where her character stays the same all the way through? <laughs> Displaying her aplomb for both character and subtext. Or when her professionally crafted dexterity in regional and international dialects would make you think you're listening to masterpiece theater instead of stumbling and fumbling with single-syllable words like some big shot's mistress jabbering her way through a local car commercial. And poor little Billy. Poor little Billy. He would be able to smile proudly and puff out his chest to see his hard work come to artistic fruition. Instead, he half-heartedly laughs and says, Oh, that tater. <laughs> but in his mind, he's screaming into a tear-stained pillow. I take by that reaction that I'm absolutely correct. <laughs> Just think of how much fun it would have been if tater at last... Learn to sing before now. She'd have brought tears to your eyes with laughter instead of weeping in embarrassment for her and the entire Big Show family. Being lyrically educated would have made it easier for her to carry a tune instead of lugging it across the finish line in a bushel basket. And the time she could have saved, I'm sure Randy would have been tickled pink knowing Tater could knock out a song parody in one or two takes like Billy and Pillars. Instead of stitching together odds and ends of 50 or 60 takes, like some sort of musical Dr. Frankenstein. It's true. And then, ultimately, not knowing if, when brought to life, his creation was perfect 
or terrifyingly abnormal. <laughs> and if, if she'd only learned to cold read lines, she wouldn't need to strap on those gigantic golden girls Coke bottle glasses and hold, and hold copy two inches from her nose, reading lines like some sort of community theater neophyte, hoping her lack of skill would be overlooked in favor of her enormous rack and infectious giggle in lieu of actual talent. Also true. <laughs> I rest oh, my tater. <laughs> I rest. See, I was right. Well, sure, Tater has made a name for herself as some lovable halfwit, <laughs> haplessly galumphing through four hours a day. I mean, maybe she finally realized that all that cutesy patootsy won't last forever, especially at her age. I mean. Damn. <laughs> it's like Father Time and Mother Nature got together and said, you know what? Let's bring that heifer down a peg. <laughs> oh, that tater. <laughs> At some point, she's going to become like Betty Davis in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. <laughs> Singing on the good ship lollipop from her walker. Yeah, that's not creepy. <laughs> but, you know, who am I to judge? Like I've been doing for the last three minutes. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, over those two weeks, she's blossomed like a rare orchid. Maybe her skills have been honed to a razor-sharp edge, making her the hillbilly Meryl Streep. Well, I think in the name of fairness, the only way to know for sure if it was all worth it is a test run. No. Tater, Italian huh? accent. Eh, hey, what's the matter with you, eh? <laughs> Tater, Al Pacino. <laughs> Tater, sing. Tater, sing! <laughs> and she can't... Hooray for Hollywood! Nope. <laughs> Let me be the first of many to tell you that was time and money poorly spent. Oh, that, dear, Tater. <laughs> dear God in heaven, have mercy on our ears. But... You know, welcome back, Tater, or whatever. <laughs> Tater, say! Good morning, the big show is on the radio. Hello, fellow good old boys. This is your old partner, Sven Jordan all the way from over here in Hammerlanger Fjord, Norway. I tell you what, when you're stuck waxing the family yak, there's no better way to pass the time than listening to John Boy and Billy on that big show. I only wish the show was longer. That yak waxing takes a while, I tell you that.
is a big show on the radio Friday, October the 16th. All right, man. Still got a final hour to go here on the big show. Man, we had a good three hours. You had to miss any of it. Nobody you missed Steve Byrne, our comedic buddy. He's got a movie premiering today, Select Theaters, another social media. You can see it. Nate Bargatze. We're doing some drive-in theater shows. He was the first comedian back on late-night TV. Uh-huh. We'll talk to Nate. Long and a time, funny rascal, too. Yeah. Long-time Big Show listener we found out. Yeah, he's our new favorite, man. Check that out. And we got to leave the radio by the time Sorensen finishes up at NFL Picks. What I'm trying to say, you don't have to miss a minute, because the John Boy Billy's Late Risers podcast will drop before high noon today. And other shows you might have missed right there, videos of the day, as well as today's brand new video, The Wife Song. You guys might want to check this out and learn. All right. <laughs> you make your daily visit at thebigshow.com. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. The winner gets a Happy Herd prize pack. Of course, Happy Herd makes the highest quality attractants, minerals, and feed for deer, bear, and hogs in the hunting industry. If you're not using a Happy Herd nutrition system, better hope your neighbors aren't either, because they're going to go to their pile. You go to thebigshow.com, click on the Happy Herd link, enter code JBB2020 at checkout, get 10% off. All right, time for our Friday morning quarterback with our man, Tom Sorensen. Got Tom on the line. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, John Boy. How are you? Uh, doing good, buddy. Doing good. All right. Well, let's see what, what's going to happen this weekend. We'll let you pick every game as if they would be played at the time that they are scheduled in this crazy year we're going through, man. It is, it is something. Uh, so let's look at last week, Tom. You went nine and five. Another great week for the season. You are 53 wins, 23 losses, one tie. Your lock was Cleveland over Indianapolis. Uh, you Cleveland was given a point and a half. They won 32 to 23. You won another lock. You are 4-0 and 1. One tie on your lock. So you are nailing the locks. If everybody's been Betting on your word, you're making our listeners some money. <laughs> and I'm making myself some, too, you know. I, I don't want to be selfish, but I just I can I can only give so much, you know. <laughs> Take a little bit for Tom. That's right. Tom is a tank engine. Train's rolling. All right. <laughs> well, let's look at some you missed last weekend. <laughs> so right. you had Atlanta beating the Carolina Panthers, and I know you're tickled like we are. And the Panthers beat the Falcons, man. Falcons have not won yet. And the Panthers, three and two. And it was in Atlanta. Atlanta scores the first time and has the ball. And then it's the first time, really, that Matt Ryan, and I think Matt Ryan's been a really good quarterback for a long time for the Falcons. Uh, he just looked old, and he looked scared. And he missed some passes he normally hits. And Panthers' defense was getting after him. And uh, it was uh, – I, I was surprised, I admit it. Were you surprised that after that that they fired the coach? No, I was surprised he still had a job. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you think maybe he hadn't – maybe he's been on the hot seat for a while, but this 0-5 start was just too much. Well, they started this way last season. I mean, they started – they had a horrible first half, and they came back in the second half, and so Arthur Blank, the owner, 
said, all right, we're going to give Coach another chance, give the GM another chance. But they just look – I'm not going to say – people always like to say a team goes in the tank, uh, speaking of tank. And I don't think they did that, but they just looked lost. And that's a testament to bad coaching. Joe, are the Panthers a little better than people were giving them credit for this year? I had them winning six games this season, and that was about as high as anybody. Mm-hmm. And I, I certainly couldn't have I, – I never saw them going three and two. Um, and what was really impressive last week is they'd struggle with their offensive line. Their offensive line clearly was better than Atlanta's defensive line. Their D-line was clearly better than Atlanta's offensive line. I mean, they just dominated. They pick up a back off waivers, Davis, who played at South Carolina, and he just – you know, he he ran like a tank, yeah. and he was not going down. Not the first guy, not the second guy. He just kept on going. And I, I thought, I think Teddy Bridgewater, the Panthers quarterback, has really looked good, just running that offense, hitting the right people at the right time, and playing like a point guard. I mean, he doesn't throw deep a lot, but uh, moving that ball around and keeping that offense moving, and I've uh, they've been good. Well, we got the Bears coming to town this weekend. We'll see what you – who you liking that deal? Chicago four and one right now. We'll get to that in a little bit. Another one that nobody saw coming. Las Vegas Raiders beat the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs and Mahomes. How about that? And did it in Kansas City. And uh Raiders could not be stopped. And you and I go, you know, we're Raiders fans from the old days, the yeah. silver and black. Uh, but I, I I had no idea. It was like <laughs> Kenny Stabler was out there or something. They were thro- they were just moving that ball. And KC couldn't even slow him down, and uh, it wasn't a fluke. I mean, I mean, the Raiders just looked like the Raiders of old, uh, way, way old, and uh, it was it was a surprise. Another one uh, you missed. You had San Francisco over Miami. Fitzpatrick is looking good. How about them Dolphins winning? What's up, man? Yeah, the Dolphins are one of those teams that are just supposed to be permanently bad. You know, they went undefeated once, and since then they've been paying for it, it seems like. And they are playing well, and they handle it. And uh, they forced Garoppolo, you know, the San Francisco quarterback. They benched him. Yeah. He could do nothing against that Miami defense. It was, it was one of those victories. It was like, it was like Las Vegas. I mean, uh, it was not a fluke in any way. They were, they were better. And the very first Tuesday night game I can remember watching – uh, he, he had Buffalo over Tennessee, man. And, uh, you know, I was thinking that too, me and my boys playing fantasy. And I just thought, well, Tennessee, their facilities been closed down, hadn't had a chance to practice and Buffalo looked so good, but man, shout out to them Titans, man. Tennessee had Buffalo's number. Well, I think I would have been right if the game had been played on Sunday, <laughs> but, uh, Tuesday night football, man, it's just, let's just. I hear this thing over Wednesday night football, Friday night football. <laughs> it's such an odd season. And uh, see, Tennessee is a really well-coached team. And uh, I, I, I was surprised. I thought they'd come in staggering, and they were they just dominated. And uh, it, it came out that the NFL told them not to leave, but they went to a, a private high school, and Tennessee did practice there wow. against the NFL's. Rules. I wonder if they're going to get charged anybody from that. You check on that for me. Yeah, they'll get they'll get in trouble, but they got the victories, so they're not going to complain. That's You know what? That's just a good team. It's one of those teams when you talk about the better teams in the league, 
nobody's talking about it. It's like when they went into the playoffs last year and they just got hot. That's just uh, they got the running, they had the passing, they certainly have the coaching. They, uh, that's a good team. Man, and Henry, he stiff-armed you, boy, Josh Norman. Oh. That, that made all the highlights, man. That was that was a wicked stiff-arm, wasn't it? It looked like a, a little kid and his dad playing basketball in the driveway. <laughs> and the dad just said, kid, get out of my way. I mean, that was one of the great stiff-arms ever. And Josh Norman, as long as he plays, and even after he retires, hey, aren't you the guy who got stepped on by Henry? Whoa. <laughs> I know. Uh, and he, uh, you know, he's a tough guy. I mean, I remember watching him get in a fight with Cam Newton at training camp, and it was about even, and Cam's a big guy, but uh, <laughs> Cam should have stepped on him. You had that. All right, buddy. And uh, one more NFL news. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, the uh, great running back for Pittsburgh. Remember, we held out. He got traded, and the Jets just cut him this week, man. They've been trying to trade him since before the season began. And some players are just, they have the talent, but they're paying to be around. Yeah. And teams don't want them in their locker room because one guy can make a difference. I mean, if you have a really strong locker room, a lot of strong leaders, that's, that's one thing. But if you're young and kind of looking for an identity, a guy like Bell can, can hurt you. And uh, there's no question he has talent. And uh, it's, I, I kind of respect them for doing what they did. That's it, man. Say, Randy, personality does count for a lot in sports. I'm sorry. I was reading the one ads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom. Well, we'll let you pick week six here coming up in a little less than 30 minutes. All right, buddy? That's the first time I've ever heard Randy and personality in the same sentence. <laughs> okay. All right. So then we're going to play, are Well, we? you know, you remember your time in here for Wordy Word. You know, some are good players, but their personality just brings the whole room down. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom, I know your passwords. <laughs> All right. Randy gets hit by Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> Tied down on the tracks. Yeah. All right. All right, Tom. Hang on, buddy. Thank you. We'll see you in a minute. All right, y'all. Let's play Wordy Word. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You toll-free line across America. We'll team up and we'll play next. Shows on the radio. All right, dead. I said, yeah, Andy, come on in here. Hold him up for tater. Yeah, oh. <laughs> and you should have seen him scramble. You don't know how long I've been waiting for you to say those words. Tater is in her living room and hold him up in That's front of okay. the camera. That's okay. drive over there. No, no, hold the words up for Tater in front of the camera. Okay. Y'all know what to do. Don't listen to me. Let's do it. What everybody's heard about the bird. Little bit of wordy, word and a wordy, word. Let's meet our contestants. We got Bill from Lake Fork, Texas. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Good morning. And we got Alan from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, all. All right, boys. Welcome. So, Alan, you're on the team of Tater and Randy. Our remote version of Wordy Word here for the last few days. And Bill on the John Boy and Billy's side. Two rounds each, boys. Good luck. 
Should we do a check, make sure he can hear me? Yeah, Alan, can you hear Tater? Hey, Alan. Yeah, I can hear her fine. Great. Nice. All right, good. Well, y'all hang yep. on. We'll turn y'all loose in a second here. Me and Bill will go for the first 30 seconds. Are you ready, Bill? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Starting the clock now. This is Mexican food, not a taco, but a... A long... Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. All right. This is what you get at McDonald's. A, bla- a basic... Not a ham, uh, blank, but a... Hunger, uh, hunger bus, no. Uh, what do you get at fast food? Big Mac. Window. No, no, it's just a plain beef with yellow things on it. Hamburger. <laughs> no, the other one. Not that one, the other no, one. No, the other one. Uh, I don't need it, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need it, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> The passive, the, the passive aggressive side of me wow. loves this so much. Man. But, man, all right. Well, we put a one on the board. Let's see what happens That's here. good, buddy. I've, I've, I've lost with that before. I mean, won with that before. <laughs> all right. Alan, you are up with Marcy. Are y'all right. ready? Picking up on that really difficult one. Oh, goodness. Ready, go. Okay, you can order it plain, or you can cook it plain, or you can put this dairy slice on it. At cheeseburger. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, this is a, when uh, you, you write uh, and it all rhymes. It's called a what? A point. Red. Yes. Oh. Uh, this is a, a band that's uh, like a, it says, another name for a symphony. Well, they play a symphony. They are the what? An orchestra. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, seeing that the... Okay, you're buried in a no, one of no, these boxes. Okay, okay. Hey, now that's enough. Okay, there's the buzzer. Alan got a Thank three. You. All right, y'all take the lead by two. All right, Good Bill. job on cheeseburger. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I was sitting there trying to go, what will I say? Excellent. Uh, uh, so, Bill, if you ever go to McDonald's, they have these things called cheeseburgers. <laughs> There's a whole big world out there, Bill. <laughs> In his defense, you did lead off with, yeah. you get this at McDonald's. I know. Yeah, right. that's the first thing. To right. Well, you that. do. But that's the closest, <laughs> that's the closest restaurant to us, and I go by there on my way home, and I'm, I'm, I got myself craving the cheese. Burger now. I'll let you know how it is, Bill. Some All right. angry eating later on. All right, here we go. Bill and Billy. Okay, Bill, are you ready? Yeah, let's try. All right, and go. The box they bury you in. Not a coffin, but the other word for it. Cast it. There Bam. you go. Let's see. You fish with these on the end of your hook. They're they're wiggly, and you fish Worm. with them. Yep. Worm. Uh, let's see. This is the top, another name for the top of a jar. Let's screw on the lid. Yeah. Yep. You sing this kind of song in church. Hymns. Uh, yeah. There you go. Not paper, but the other kind of bag at the grocery store is. Yes. Bam. There All you right. Go. Good All work, right. Bill and Billy. Put a five on a one, a six score for Bill. I Boy, don't that... know what I did, but it worked better. I don't <laughs> even know why. That Billy's really good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alan and Randy. Gee, I hope you get three to tie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and four will win. All right. Alan, you ready? Yes, sir. And go. This is the stuff that comes from trees, and we burn it in the fireplace. Uh, wood. Yep. So uh, we used to um, uh, play records on a record player, and those records were made of this product. Vinyl. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is a kind of foil that you cover up your food with. 
Aluminum. Yes. Tied up. And these are little tiny insects that make a chirping sound with their legs. Crickets. Yes. Crickets. Nice work, guys. I had a lot of work to beat one. <laughs> yeah, well, we had all those hard ones like cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, Bill, Bill, you didn't win, but I will be thinking about you around lunchtime when I'm eating a right, cheeseburger. Right, right. All right, buddy. All right, then. <laughs> we, pre- we appreciate you down Lake Fork. You have a great day. Try again anytime, buddy. All right. Oh, I did. That goes Bill and Allen out of Chattanooga. Good game. You are good, son. You deserve to win. Yeah, Randy didn't even mess you up on that one. Way to go. Prize <laughs> Headed to Chattanooga well, you, for Mark. you. My favorite part where he said, I don't eat at McDonald's. <laughs> Surely you've heard of them. Surely you know what they sell. Oh, don't take up for me now. All right. Sorry. All right, Allen. Hang on, my boy. Okay. Thank you. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Classic bit request time, but it's Friday morning. Bobby Lunsford. Bobby says, please do the bit with Myrtle Butthead at the red light. <laughs> okay, Bobby. Uh, Taylor, you know what he's talking about? Oh, yes, I do. All right. We'll find it in that file in your living room. Ship it over to us. Blend <laughs> 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 it for Bobby. Next. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Classic beer request this morning from Bobby Lunsford. Is Playhouse for Bobby. Hey, boys. Hey, Myrtle. I want to tell you, yesterday I went to the local Christian bookstore and saw the most adorable Honk If You Love Jesus bumper sticker. Right. Well, I don't know what possessed me, but I bought the sticker and I put it right there on my bumper. Uh-huh. I know, maybe I was feeling... I don't know, particularly sassy because I just come from a thrilling choir performance followed, followed by a thunderous prayer meeting. <laughs> well, whatever the reason, I'm so glad that I did it. What an uplifting experience that followed. Let me preach on it. <laughs> I was stopped at the red light at a busy intersection and just lost in thought about the Lord and how good he is and whatnot. And I didn't notice that the light had changed. Well, it's a good thing that someone else loves Jesus because if he hadn't seen that bumper sticker and honked, I would never have noticed. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and I found that lots of people love Jesus. <laughs> lots and lots of them. Because while I was sitting there, the guy behind me started honking like crazy. And then he leaned out of his window and screamed, For the love of God! <laughs> And then, and then another fella shouted, Go, Jesus, go! <laughs> I tell you, what an exuberant cheerleader for the Lord that was. <laughs> well, then everyone started honking. Well, I just leaned out my window and started waving and smiling at all those loving people. And you know what? They honked even more. So I honked my horn a few times just to share in the love. And I tell you, there must have been a man from Florida back there because 
I heard him yelling something about a sunny beach. <laughs> and then there was another fella waving in the most peculiar way I ever saw with only his middle finger stuck up in my hand. Well, I didn't know, so I asked my teenage grandson, who's sitting in the back seat, what that meant. He said, well, it was probably a Hawaiian good luck sign or something. <laughs> I was so tickled, I've never met anyone from Hawaii. So I leaned out the window, gave him the good luck sign right back. <laughs> oh, my grandson, so caught up in the spirit, just burst out laughing. Oh, he laughed. Even he was enjoying this religious experience we all were having. And a couple people were so caught up in the joy of the moment that they got out of their cars and started walking towards me. I, I bet they just wanted to pray or ask me what church I attended. But this is when I, I noticed that the light had changed. So I waved at all my brothers and sisters, and I decided I just need to drive on through that intersection. And I noticed that I was the only car that got through the intersection before the light changed again. And I felt kind of sad that I had to leave them after all that love we shared. <laughs> So you know what I did? I slowed the car down, leaned out the window, gave them all that Hawaiian good luck sign one last time as I drove away. Oh, praise the Lord for such wonderful Christian folks. I thank you, sweet boys, for letting me stop by. Now, where'd that sweet old Bob go? Hey, SOB! Hey, you know Hansel's Hawaiian? Go ahead and give me Hey, Good morning, it's a big show on the radio for you Friday morning. Here's when we pick them. I'm man Tom Sorensen on the line with us. The last week, Tom went 9-5 and five for the season. 53-23-1. That's 30 games to the good after five weeks. Good stuff, Tom. And, of course, you nailed your lock again. You picked Cleveland over Indianapolis. Yeah, I was questioning that, what you was talking about. Browns beat them straight up, 32-23. to 23. So still no defeats on your locks all this season. Good work, son. You are correct. <laughs> all right. Yeah. As always, we look at the games that are regularly scheduled in this COVID time. Things could change, but we'll just pick them whenever they do play. All right? So that's the plan. Let's start with the early Sunday afternoon games. It is week six. All right, Tom, we got the one and three Denver Broncos at the two and two New England Patriots. I think uh, the Panthers, Panthers, the Patriots, and Cam Newton will cruise at home, and uh, I like New England big in this one. All right. The one and four Houston Texans finally got a win. They're up against that undefeated Tennessee Titans team, four and zero. You know the line is only three. Uh, I think Tennessee wins by nine, and they are my lock of the week. Tennessee lock of the week by nine. All right. Then the four and one Cleveland Browns at the four and zero Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a good game. I, I think it's fun when Cleveland's good. They've been bad for so long. 
But uh, I tell you, Big Ben and the fellas at home, I would not pick against them. I like Pittsburgh close. The Steelers. The 4-1 and one Baltimore Ravens at the 1-3-1 and one low-flying Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles, you know, the Eagles come back late, but they, they always seem to be in a hole, and it's going to happen again, and they aren't going to come back. I think Baltimore cruises, even though the game is in Philadelphia. All right. The one and four Washington football team members at the <laughs> o, <laughs> the o and five New York Giants. I would love Ron Rivera, the former Panther coach, to get a victory for Washington in this one, but I'm going to go with the Giants. They win a close one. Well, okay. And then the o and five Atlanta Falcons at the one and four Minnesota Vikings. I'll tell you, Atlanta's starting over. They got a new GM. They got a new coach. But it's going to be the same result. Minnesota beats them up in Minneapolis. The one and three Detroit Lions at the one and four Jacksonville Jaguars. I do not expect to watch much of this game, but uh, I think the Lions win it on the road. The one, three, and one Cincinnati Bengals at the three and two Indianapolis Colts. Philip Rivers is the quarterback of the Colts, and he looked every bit of his age last week against Cleveland. He had a, ter- a horrific game. But against Cincinnati, I think he comes back. I think Indy's got the defense. I think it's surprisingly close, but I think the Colts win. All right. And then the 4-1 and one Chicago Bears in Charlotte at the 3-2 and two Carolina Panthers. This was my toughest pick of the week. I- Picked against the Panthers most weeks, and uh, Bears have been clutch. But I'll tell you, that was no fluke last week for Carolina, and I like the Panthers in a close one in Charlotte. Wow. All right, then. And then there are two late Sunday afternoons games scheduled right now, the 0-5 New York Jets and the 2-3 and Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Jets are the worst team in football, and uh, the Dolphins are better than we think, and they will win this one with ease. All right. And the 4-0 and Green Bay Packers at the 3-2 and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Rodgers versus Brady. This is, this is a good one. I mean, if you're a football fan, this is just – this is a good late game because, you know, you watch your teams early, and, and this is a bonus, and uh, I think it's really close, and I think the Packers win it by a point on the road. The Packers, so with only two – Late Sunday afternoon games, Jets in Miami. I think everybody be watching Green Bay and Tampa Bay. You're right on that. <laughs> and Good then call. Sunday night football, the four and one LA Rams at the two and three San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, the 49ers were so good last season, but they've uh, they've been hurt a lot. A lot of key players hurt, and they the guys who are healthy have been doing very little. And I think the Rams win it on the road. LA Rams. And then we have a doubleheader for Monday Night Football. First kickoff is at 5 p.m. Eastern on Fox. It'll be the 4-1 and one Kansas City Chiefs at the 4-1 and one Buffalo Bills. That is an interesting game at an interesting time. And uh, I think Buffalo comes back and plays well, but I like the Chiefs to win this one on the road. All righty. And then 8-15 regular time there, ESPN Monday Night, 3-2 and two Arizona. At two and three, Dallas Cowboys. You know, Dak Prescott is out. Oh, was that terrible, man? Oh, God. Man, that that, that was like a Theismann moment, wasn't it? Seeing that ankle break. And you saw his face when they took him off the field. And, oh, man, you just fell for the guy. But 
They get, they made a good move getting longtime starter Andy Dalton from Cincinnati. I think Dalton plays well, but Arizona's been erratic, but they just – I like that offense. I like that coaching staff, and I think Arizona wins this one on the road. Taking Arizona. And by the way, the teams that are not playing that have a bye week, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Chargers, New Orleans Saints, and the Seattle Seahawks. They get the weekend off. All right. Tom, we thank you so much, my boy. Hope you have a great weekend. You guys, too, and thank you very much. All right, right. my boy. All right. By the way, oh, I forgot to tell you, the lock of the week, very important. Tennessee will beat Houston, Tom says. Uh, The line is uh, Tennessee get three. They will win by nine. I don't think they give him three, win by nine. Don't just take Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we bring Tom in. <laughs> Bitbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for $9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Anytime <laughs> is the perfect time for John Boy and Billy Southern Sweet Tea, y'all. Stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JBB stuff by phone, 800 471 stuff. Online services by anime.com. All right, y'all, kick your weekend all with us first thing in the morning. Have a great one. We'll see you when we can. Be careful out there. Love you, man. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus are you still searching for your perfect place to call home well now is the time to buy at fisher homes if you're looking to move in before the end of 2024 may could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.